We are about to see an awful lot of the Aussie women's cricket team in action. We are not too far away from a T20 World Cup Australia defending champions, and that'll be held in South Africa. But, but first up, we've got a series against Pakistan. Three T20s, three ODIs, and they get underway this week at Al Alam Border Field. But first up, there's going to be a Governor-General's eleven taking on Pakistan tomorrow at Allen Border Field. And the captain of Australia's Governor-General's eleven is Ash Gardner, and she's been kind enough to join us on the show this morning. Ash, good morning, and congratulations on that announcement that you'll be captaining the side tomorrow at Allen Border Field. Good morning, yes, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, you, you've had a bit of captaincy experience before, though, haven't you, when you were younger? Yeah, I've done a little bit. Um, I was lucky enough to do an, an under-18 side, um, which is many moons ago now, but um, probably more recently I was um, I captained the Indigenous side that went over to India and England. So that's probably, I guess, my most recent um, captaincy um, experiences. Yeah, and we wish you all the best tomorrow with that uh, with that game. But speaking of captains, Meg Lanning obviously back around the group, which is fantastic. Um, is it like she never left? Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I haven't actually seen her yet, so um, I do look forward to catching up with her and I guess just chatting um, to her what she got up to over her little break. But it's fantastic to see her come back. Um, she certainly bolsters um, our batting order, and it's yeah, it's it's fantastic to see players like her actually being able to take some time away from the game um, because I think you'll see that over the next, I don't know, five to ten years, people actually recognising that they do need some sort of mental health break and just being able to refresh um, and being able to actually fall in love with the game again and, I guess, make sure that you want to keep playing the sport as well. Ash, because uh, yeah, the landscape has definitely changed with the women's team over the last couple of years. You're just back from India. You've got this series at home. Then you are off to South Africa for the T20 World Cup. Are you finding the schedules becoming a little bit too packed at the moment or, or are you happy with where it is? Yeah, it's it's certainly pretty hectic and we always find that um, our back ends of the season are always really condensed um, rather than maybe front-ending our season, which is totally fine. Obviously, we've still, we play our big bash um, full season as well. So there's plenty of cricket pretty much from October onwards. Um but, yeah, I think that's what we all asked for. Um, and I'm sure players 10, 10 years ago probably said that they weren't playing enough. So um, the people like me um, were very fortunate in the position that we're in currently, being able to travel the world and, and travel our country, um, playing a sport that we love and um, being able to call it a job at the end of the day, which is, um, yeah, pretty, um, pretty, pretty cool. Yes, certainly. And with the World Cup just a month or so away, it must be a great feeling to have such a core cool group that was there when you won it last World Cup, uh, there's, I don't know how many, probably six, seven, eight of you who are, who are back again. Does it feel like just the team is just gelled and ready to go and, and the confidence is sky high there? Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you've seen our record over the past yeah, five to six years, we've almost been unstoppable. We've been beaten a couple of times, but I think even those games that we have been beaten have gone down to the wire, which I guess shows the fight that we do have. Um, and even when we aren't in winning positions, we always seem to find a way to, I guess, scrap over the line. And I think that's the most impressive thing about this side is that we find a way to win. Um, and I think some teams sometimes don't have that. And, yeah, we're obviously really lucky with, obviously, the people that we've got within this squad. But um, I think it just shows fantastic character and also people just knowing their roles really clearly and just being able to find ways to win sometimes when... Um, people probably have written us off. 
Ash, uh, the, the team is very well supported here in Australia, so is the game itself. Were you surprised with the the crowd support, though, that the Indians were getting back home? There was one of those games there. It was sold out. There was, what, forty five or 48,000 people there. Were you surprised with that? Uh, definitely not. Um, India is a crazy place to tour, and um, especially being a cricketer, it's, it's their their biggest sport it's almost like a religion over there so there was no um surprises as to how many people came out to watch that um but i guess it just shows how much the game's grown in a country like that where probably 10 years ago the indian women's team probably wouldn't have got 10,000 people there so to see where those players are now um and i guess the pedestals that they're on over there and i guess trying to in inspire young indian women to, to hopefully pick up the game of cricket um I think Indian cricket over the next 10 years is actually going to be um, a huge powerhouse and the, the investment that they're putting into their players um, is fantastic to see. Do you find that you, you're realising that you have a lot in common with the Indian girls That now that you get to uh, know them a little bit better? Um, I've only actually played with two of the players um, and obviously spent a little bit of time with them throughout the Big Bash, but... Um, they're one of those teams that they, they keep to themselves. Um, so we don't actually see them a lot, which sounds silly because we just toured, um, we stayed at the same hotel as them. But, yeah, you actually don't see them quite a lot and it's probably because their fans are so fanatical over there um, and they do just get swarmed by people. Um, but it's awesome to see that they've obviously got that support um, from their country and um, for people that just love the sport as well to see how much it's grown, um, which is fantastic. Yeah, and, and uh, that is great. And, again, looking at this here, post-T20 World Cup, uh, you guys have an Ashes tour as well, don't you, over in England, starting with a test match and then covering the other formats off as well. So a chance to really cover off, win the Ashes and, and the World Cup in the one year. I get that uh, uh, something really to strive for for the group. Yeah, absolutely. We love playing in Ashes. Um, and to, I guess, to play over in their conditions, um, it's always going to be a different challenge for us, but... Um, a lot of us have played quite a lot of cricket um, within within England and, um, yeah, Ashes kind of brings out a, a, a different side of the um, cricketing nations and it's always a fantastic battle against them. I think we match up really well against England and I think their team's getting better and better. Um, every time we play them, they've got some great young players coming through as well. So, yeah, it's always a great challenge coming up against them and, yeah, I, I certainly look forward to it. Are you a, a big watcher of cricket when you're not playing, Ash? Uh, I am a bit of a cricket nuffy, yeah. I do watch quite a lot of cricket. <laughs> we were talking about you this morning when we said you were coming on, and, and one thing that sticks out is people that watch watch your game. You're Michael Bevan-like back in the day. You were a great finisher there, batting at six or seven. Have you have you modelled your game on anyone in particular? Um, I don't think I've modelled my game on anyone because probably no one else bats like me. I, I somehow find certain areas of the ground um, that I that, that I hit where I don't think many other people do. But um, obviously, Andrew Simons was my idol growing up and um, I don't necessarily think I modelled my game off him, but I certainly try to take characteristics out of how he played the game and how he just took the game on, um, whether that was with bat ball um, or in the field. And I guess that's something that I've tried to kind of mimic um, the way that I do and ultimately... We are trying to entertain people out there, and I think the way that I play my cricket is quite entertaining um, when it comes off. So I guess that's something that I try and keep in the back of my mind is trying to keep people um, watching the game and also just making them entertained while while doing that. You uh, you are also a great boundary fielder. You've got a great arm, 
a great pair of hands. And last time you were on the show with us, we were the good luck charm because you took an absolute screamer <laughs> the next time you were out there in the field. Yeah, that was um, quite an extraordinary catch. I would have to say that I did misjudge it um, just a little bit. And thankfully for me, I... I actually have quite big hands, so I was able to just kind of pluck it. Um, and it's one of those ones that either sticks or it doesn't. But, yeah, um, I do love fielding on the boundary because you kind of see the game from a different perspective as well. And, you, yeah, you have more time as well than, than fielding in the ring. So I actually really love being able to run out there and, um, yeah, hopefully take, take some more high catches. Ash, we know you've got another media commitment. We really appreciate your time this morning. Good luck captaining the... Uh the, was it the Chairman's 11, the Governor-General's 11 against the Pakistanis? Good luck with that series and good luck with the World Cup. We'll catch up again soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.